What's up, everyone, and welcome to the weekly Q&A. For our first question this week, Tyler Shepard asks, what role Boba Fett will play in the future of The Mandalorian? And Andrew Kylo Ren asks if we'll see him again this season. I am going to guess a big fat maybe on seeing him again this <laughs> big season. Fat maybe. Big fat maybe. Uh, I'm going to, if I, I'm leaning towards no. I think that Boba Fett will not play a major role in the rest of season two. You don't think we'll see him again at all? Maybe another tease, if I had to guess. I mean, I feel like that would anger a lot of people if that's all we got. But yeah, I, I don't think he's going to play a big role either. But I think we'll we'll get a solid episode where maybe he has some speaking lines. In, I don't know. In season two? Yeah. Fet bet two. The sequel, <laughs> House Divided. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, it, like I said, it can go either way, and I agree that people might be a little frustrated if we never, if we didn't see him again in season two. But that just seems to be kind of the mo, the vibe I'm getting from this series as a whole, where it's like we have these uh, episodes of the week, adventures of the week, where w- we might see a character and they'll come back later, but. I just get the the feeling that they are teasing Boba Fett and they're just going to keep on teasing and really build it up over the course of multiple seasons instead of uh, just one and a half or so. Mm. I mean, that that would be frustrating for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's like, I I think that the same way I was frustrated in season one where I was like, Cara Dune doesn't come in until episode four and then he leaves her behind and like grief Karga, IG 11, like all these characters that they were like, this is the main cast. They aren't in all the episodes. It was right. like they're in one here and there. And then at the end, when they all come together, I found that to be very satisfying. So I kind of see this as maybe the long game of that. Yeah. So- and even though it probably means that I lost uh, the bet, the first bet <laughs> bet, I would guess that maybe that was, Fett, or at least it was teasing him in chapter five, and now they're teasing him in chapter nine. Maybe they'll tease him again in chapter 14 or so. Mm. But I like the idea that they just like keep teasing until finally, like, yeah, he's maybe the main villain. Could be. I mean, I don't know. Like, do you, do you think he's not going to like interact with the Mandalorian at all with Din? In this season? Yeah. I'm going to guess no. It's bleak. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like all we saw was him watching. Like it's it's a step closer. But I do like the idea. And my guess here is that his role for the future of the series is antagonist. I don't think he's going to be friendly. I like the idea of uh, Boba Fett, like the original character that we all remember as a Mandalorian is whether he is or not now uh, coming back to fight like Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, who we now all know and love and we're on his side and seeing them fight it out. That seems to me just what things are pointing towards. Jesse Zakeski and Rick Villanueva want to know where the Slave One has been all this time and if we'll see it in the show. That's I almost brought that up in the last question. I was like, no, wait, we're about to talk about that. So that is kind of the question. Why is Boba Fett still on Tatooine? Does he have the Slave One? 
Is it still parked at Jabba's Palace somewhere? I feel like that's such a recognizable ship. Maybe he got rid of it or... I hope not. It's Maybe it's like the Falcon and it's just sitting in a junkyard somewhere. Just like he's he's got it kept away for now. Honestly, that would maybe be my guess. Like maybe while he was in the Sarlacc pit and Jabba's palace is uh, abandoned, maybe Jawas like salvaged it and ripped it apart just like... Just like what happened to Din, and maybe now he's trying to put it back together, and it's taken five years, or yeah, I don't know. In in Legends, well, a there were only like six fire sprays, so you're right; it is a very recognizable ship, and I, I'm pretty sure Jango Fett destroyed all the others anyway. So it's like in Legends, it's one of a kind, not really in canon anymore. But y- your point of it being recognizable is true. I I hope he didn't get rid of it because it does feel like a this is so if you give a mouse a cookie, but like if you give a star Wars fan, Boba Fett, they're going to want the slave one too. Yeah. And like I've voiced my opinion about the slave one in the past. I'm not the biggest fan. I don't care if we see it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're wrong and you have that right. And like, if he had a ship, why is he still roaming around on Tatooine looking all rough? I, I do agree with that. Why is he still on Tatooine? That's a larger question that we I, I'm sure we'll get that answer, um, but I I'll say this: I'd rather we get the slave one than they jump to like the slave two, because uh, that ship was dumb <laughs> in the Dark Empire comics. <laughs> like the slave one basically got impounded in Legends, and so he's like, "I need a new ship. Here's a worse one." <laughs> it's just like this flying brick thing with a wing. It's like I don't even know where the cockpit is, but the slave one is so iconic. I want to see it again. Quentin Shibusawa asks if we'll see more flashbacks this season. I think we probably will. That's something that I felt really dumb, honestly, when, let me tell the stupid story, like, when Cobb Vanth tells his story and we get a flashback, I was like, oh, this was really easy to, like, that's always my fear, is when they introduce a character, like, how do you inform the the non-book readers who this person is? A flashback, duh. It's just like Star Wars tends to not do that. That's yeah. kind of a new addition to the Star Wars universe. And it's like, of course they can do that. Why can't they? Like, why wouldn't they? <laughs> it just like felt like it was against the rules. And then they did it. And I was like, I'm dumb. Why are you dumb? Because it's such a simple way It's to to do exactly what they did. And it so- like never occurred to me. That oh. They would do a flashback instead of just like an exposition dump of like, I'm Cobb Vanth, sheriff of Freetown, and here's my story while he just stands there. like. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, it just works well for TV in general. You don't have a lot of time. You They need to yeah explain certain things quickly. Or in the case of Din, his flashbacks right. as a child, we got them like a little bit at a time, more and more. Um, and that was to kind of build up anticipation, I guess, for for his backstory. Mm-hmm. And stuff like Rogue One, Jin kind of had those dream flashbacks. The Last Jedi had flashbacks to uh, Kylo and Luke in the hut. Like that's just we we haven't done that much in Star Wars, and so for some reason I was just like it didn't dawn on me that they might do it. But yeah, I don't think we're done with flashbacks in this series or in Star Wars. Yeah, I'm I'm actually very excited if we get 
some of these high-profile rumored characters, I'd be interested to see flashbacks from them. Yeah, if if Bo-Katan pops up. Yeah, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, Sabine, literally anyone, Rex. Like, yeah, Bo-Katan could, her appearance could be a flashback. I hope it's within present day. It could be both. She could do a Cobb Vant thing and tell her story. Boba Fett could get a flashback at some point of how he escaped the Sarlacc pit and what he's been doing for five years. Yeah. Noah Gertmiller wants to know if we'd like to see the Mandalorian go to Black Spire Outpost. I do think that would be cool. They they mention, like, yeah, there's been a ton of Galaxy's Edge tie-ins, and I agree that there have been, but... I still feel like even if they just like literally went before the park was officially opened and shot some stuff, <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm sure they could very easily recreate it in the volume as well. Mm-hmm. I think it would be neat. I would love that. There's so much cool stuff in Black Spire Outpost. And the, like I love all the ways that they've sprinkled that location into different stories and now we know various characters that live there or have lived there and um yeah i i think that would be really cool not to mention okay sorry and it would um explain uh why they would be selling the child there in the actual park because i know people that that had came with a little bit of backlash because it was like Baby Yoda has nothing to do with Galaxy's Edge and Black Spire Outpost. But if they went there and someone saw Baby someone Yoda... Someone was like, that little thing is going to sell. Yes. <laughs> this is going to make me some credits. Also, <laughs> Din's pulse rifle and helmet are on display at Doc on Dars. Now, that doesn't mean that like he gave them to Doc on Dar at some point. But still, there are some connections there. Harrison Edgar asks if the Marshall means that we could see even more book or comic to live action connections like Cassian meeting K2SO in the Cassian series. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons I'm so excited about Cobb Vanth is because of what he represents. I feel like this is the most minor of minor book characters (laughs) that gets to come now into live action because he fit with the story needed. So yeah, as long as the story uh, needs something i think that they can do that absolutely um i i'm trying to think of other examples of like really small book characters that could pop up but uh, or or bigger like i mean everyone's kind of clamoring for ray sloan yeah and she's been getting she has been in so many different media types now she's in squadrons yeah she she keeps like getting more and more high profile and maybe moff gideon knows her maybe they're in communication while the Empire is out in the Unknown Regions. I don't know. I kind of hope we see live-action Hera in the Cassian series. That'd be cool. Um, it depends on when the timeline is for the Cassian series. Sure. But uh, about the K2 Cassian meeting, that's something that has been done in the comic. And if they do adapt that story... like I could see them straight up overriding it, honestly, because... It is just a one-off comic. Frankly, I wasn't really a fan of it. Um, also, I, I don't know. I could see them adapting the story and keeping it like Cobb Vanth with like the the broad strokes mm-hmm. of like, yeah, maybe it takes place on the same planet, same characters or names are involved, but they change it and make it a little bit more engaging. Yeah, I mean, 
if the story isn't fantastic to begin with, who cares if they change it a little bit to make it better for a show? I agree. I think <laughs> some people would fight against that. But I think if Cobb Vanth is any indication, they would try to make it like broad strokes. It's similar. It's basically the same if you like squint. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for patron questions. If you're a patron and you didn't see your question answered here, just head over to Patreon where we're going to leave you a written response. If you're not a patron, you can learn more by following the link in the description. Just a dollar a month will get you access to extra Star Wars Explained content like audio commentaries for the films. And right now we're doing audio commentaries for the new Mandalorian episodes. And the season premiere is done. It's out right now. And uh, we'll be doing episode two or, well, chapter 10 <laughs> as soon as we can. On to YouTube questions. Jacob the Hodge asks why Qui-Gon Jinn was cremated on Naboo rather than taken back to the Jedi Temple. Yes, yeah, so we've kind of seen different ways that uh, people, the Jedi, handle their dead. And I would guess that that's just kind of maybe protocol for uh, a Jedi that dies off world. <laughs> yeah, that could be. I mean, there's a chance that Jedi have wills. Like that's true. Like preferences on stuff like that. I don't think anything's been said otherwise. That's true. Just because they, like in the Clone Wars, we see like Obi Wan's fake funeral or uh, a service for the Jedi that died in the temple hangar bombing. But that doesn't mean that they do the same thing for everyone. Yeah, you kind of get the idea that it makes sense to me that they would have something regimented. But yeah, they don't have to. We see. Um... Oh, who, what's his name? The really short Jedi. Even PL. Even PL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they he, certainly cremate he gets, him. He gets a lava burial on, <laughs> on the planet that he's at, where he dies. It also could be something that, like maybe the Naboo wanted to honor him in a certain way yeah. uh, for helping liberate their planet. So I think there are plenty of reasons why he would have been cremated instead of entombed. The Bleaker wants to know what we think of Tusken Raiders. Are they savages or civilized? I think they're misunderstood. <laughs> I mean, you could say this about the human race. Right. Some people are savages and some people are civilized. It's just like the way that Din Djarin explains uh, who the, the sand people are, the Tusken Raiders are. He's like, they've been here... They've been fighting for their land. You know, it's not all of them are terrible. And obviously, they can be reasoned with. He, he says, yes, they're brutal, but they're also true to their word. I mean, the, the, the Tusken Raiders are obviously like in Attack of the Clones and the Mandalorian especially. They are a parallel for Native Americans. And like this, this is their land. And yeah, they're fighting against the people who are saying, no, it's ours now, and we're pushing you off of it. Mm -hmm. Like, they were there first. And no, it's not good that they're, like, kidnapping settlers and torturing them and killing them like Shmi. Uh, but, like, the same thing is happening. They're just called savages, but they're clearly not. And I also don't think to say that because that one... Uh, raiding party killed Shmi. That doesn't mean that all of them are like that. Right. It's 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 actually a, a very complicated thing to talk about. It's And I'm really glad that the Mandalorian is kind of going there with the Tusken Raiders and 
Favreau is, is showing that they're more human than you think. Kyle Barrett asks if Boba Fett's armor is Beskar, and if so, why did it get dented by Cad Bane? Uh, I, I would assume that it is the it's still up in the air, like because of Almec and like he's saying that they're not Mandalorians and George Lucas has said that Boba Fett and Jango Fett are not Mandalorians. I would still say that's up for debate. But uh, Almec was like, I don't know how Jango Fett got that armor and Boba's not using Jango's armor. But I, I think that if he's wearing Mandalorian armor, it's probably Beskar. Probably. I mean, there's a chance that maybe just the helmet isn't. Isn't. It's a fake. I mean, yeah, we did see uh, Cobb take a shot to the chest and he was fine. Yeah. So we never got the final version of uh, that Clone Wars arc where Cad Bane and Boba Fett have a shootout and that's where he got the dent. Really, I, I would just let that just let that go because they were just trying to be like, here, how here, that's how he's got the dent. I mean, yeah, maybe Cad Bane's gun is just super duper yeah. powerful. That would that would be my second thing is that he it was just a great shot or a really he shot him with a freaking rocket. Like, <laughs> yeah, like and they were pretty close range, too. So, yeah. So. I, I, I just think that it was something that, you know, we haven't seen the finished story, whatever Cad shot him with. Just assume it was a heavy projectile. <laughs> Star Wars fanatic wants to know how Din will react when he sees actual Mandalorians remove their helmets. I think he'll be shocked. <laughs> yeah. That's I really want. If Bo-Katan's in this, I really do want them to have like that kind of. Like he, she takes her helmet off, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, no one cares about this. I, I held the dark saber. Yeah, like you he, can listen to me. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna get a pretty big wake up call, and it definitely like learning about how she used to have the dark saber. Um, I, th- I think he's just gonna have one of those moments where he's like, "Oh, uh." Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've said this a lot, but I think, and even this season has already started doing it some more. Just like, I think that Den is going to learn that being a, a good person, which I think in his mind, like, what does it mean to be a Mandalorian? It's not about following rules. It's just like, what what do you do? What kind of heart do you have? And that's, I truly think that he thinks Cobb Vanth is worthy of that Mandalorian armor. Mm-hmm. They just struck a deal. Um, but I don't think he would ever tell Cobb Vanth that. Not right now. Yeah. And so I, I think he's going to continue to learn that these rules he's following don't necessarily make him the person he wants to be. I just, I want to see him take the helmet off and I want to see little baby Yoda be like, <gasps> or you will did he, it. Will he be scared? Like when, <laughs> when your dad would come out like, freshly shaved timely uh and you'd be like what what did you do to yourself (laughs) (laughs) no i think i mean they've been together long enough i i feel like den has taken the helmet off in front of the child that's not the way itai miller asks why some content shows humans needing masks to breathe on skako minor and some shows them breathing the atmosphere just fine yes this is kind of another weird thing with like unfinished clone wars arcs where yeah, we we got the Bad Batch kind of demo reels for a while. Uh, and then 
the Dr. Afra comics visited the same planet, but they made kind of this big deal of like, we all have to wear masks. We can't breathe their air. And then the Bad Batch episodes do come out and Anakin and the clones are all fine. <laughs> just taking their helmets off whenever. Yeah. Maybe maybe the atmosphere changes. I don't know. I would just say <laughs> it's probably different on like different parts of the planet. Yeah. So where we see them in uh in the clone wars, it's like very rocky. We're 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 seeing other species already live there. Um in Dr. Afra, they go to like a jungle area. So I would just say maybe the jungle area was like, oh, that's filled with poison gas. But the rocky <laughs> area, it's fine. Yeah. That's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion and get a guaranteed written response. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. And as always, thanks for watching and may the force be with you.